this week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. What is Venus? Mars. Mars. Lilith. <laughs> Bad bitch Lilith. So your Venus <laughs> is, is in. My Venus is also in Aries. Which means. I'm hard headed. And jumping. And jumping from to this things. To that to and this I change my mind very quickly just like a child. Come on. First of all, I'm a certified lover girl. One of the hardest things I had to learn from Gigi was that you are a baby in love. Yes, you are. <laughs> you love quick and hard, baby. Okay. Now the juicy part of Mars. Talk about the juicy. Part. Mars is the sex drive. Very Mars important is to your note. Mars busted open planet. Got it. My Mars is Pisces, <laughs> which is so crazy because Pisces is the oldest, it's the oldest. sign of the zodiac. It's very romantic. So Pisces is a very romantic. Romantic energy, but it's old. You was like, baby, but you old in sex. You old in sex. You old in sex. <laughs> you know it. Hey, sugar. You're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now, and that's enough. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya, and I'm your host. And by popular demand, popular demand, we have an amazing episode that has been planned out. We done brought back Gigi. I'm here. Gigi. Huh. Look here, last time you were here, you read me for filth, and we talked about growing and had a little tears. We cried a little bit. We cried a little bit. But now we back because we're going to talk about something different Come today. On. Different today. So before we get into all those things, a little housekeeping, you know, a little housekeeping, make sure that you are tuning in and checking out these visuals, okay? We are shooting today at the Something Extraordinary Content House in the Java Room, the library. Such a vibe. We've got our little wine glasses, a little Celsius out here. Um, and so I'm super excited to be shooting in here again. So make sure that you check out the links below so that you can book us for your podcast or content creation needs. Also, make sure that you are leaving us a review and make sure that you are telling a friend about the show. And speaking of reviews, we're going to start off with this one. Rattlers represent. Okay. That's how she started it off. Look, look at this orange or green. Y'all see it? Y'all see it? Intentionality. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rattlers represent. I love the tone, content, segments, and pace. Your guest selection is on point and their insight is appreciated. Thanks, Samaya. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. The guest is on point. You hear Come that, Gigi? On. We're on point. Exactly. <laughs> we are on point. Thank you so much. I really do put a lot of time and energy and Virgo moonness into curating how these episodes um, go, what order they go in. And I'm so grateful for our team that like helps me and sits with it and like, okay, she wanna do it a particular way. So thank you for um, saying that. Um, if you guys love the show, please make sure that you also leave a review. Tell a friend, share, repost, whatever, right? And make sure you leave us a comment on YouTube. We need all that. Um, so we're going to get started um, with the adult tip of the day. You remember how this goes. So um, the adult tip of the day is something that we do, um, something for you to put in your back pocket, make adulting a little bit easier in a bite-sized piece. Um, and it could be like a my therapist says or something like get a house cleaner or some type of tip to make adulting a little bit easier. And today's adult tip of the day comes from 
Astrology for Real Relationships. This is a book I've been falling in love with. Um, and it's by Jessica Lanadu. And I love Jessica. I love her. Do you know that I had bought the book and didn't know I bought the book? You know how I'd be just supporting, like, okay, somebody I follow bought a book, no matter what, bought a book. Yes. And so I was looking at her page, and then she was like, you know, I got a book. And I said, what? I love her. Let me go buy this book, girl. I already bought two copies of the book. Listen. <laughs> two copies of the book. And it is amazing. So if you haven't bought it yet, you can always check it out in our library at the Something Extraordinary Content House. Mm-hmm. But also make sure you check that book out. But this quote is from there. In order to achieve true intimacy, you must be willing to be loved, liked, and desired. Even if it hurts, you fail, or you have to cut your losses and mourn. We fall in love. We don't step intentionally or gracefully into love. And sometimes it's painful. And wow, I felt that. In a major way. I I felt that. Um, With this quote, I definitely felt like, Allowing yourself, we've talked about like pain and things like that, but the pain of allowing yourself to be liked and desired and what that feels like, a lot of us don't know what that feels like. We're so used to the familiar feelings. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times if you haven't healed, what's familiar may not be what's best for like your life trajectory. Mm -hmm. And so understanding what it feels like when people like you and realizing that you don't have to apologize all the time because these people fuck with how you are. They know how you are. Like, duh, we know it's you. You know, (laughs) this is me talking to self. Okay. (laughs) All day on set, I'm just like, I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. Can I have it? Can I have this? And they're like, we already got it for you. It's associates in there. We know you want a ginger beer and and of this and Mm -hmm. of that, you know, and all those little things. So, um, I'm super grateful for the people that love me and more importantly, the people that like me, because sometimes the people that love you don't really like you that much. (laughs) It's so important to have both. Um, So that was our adult tip of the day. Something to think about. In honor of Men's Health Awareness Month, I wanted to invite you all out to the What Men Want panel hosted by Sexual Essentials this weekend, June 10th from 1 to 4 p.m. We cover topics such as sex, love, dating, communication, and so much more. But just hearing from the men. This event will be held at the Something Extraordinary Content House, and each ticket includes open bar and small bites. This is an intimate event, so grab your tickets below before they sell out. Check out some of the clips from last year's panel. It's kind of like the first time you fuck somebody that squirted on you. It's like, damn, I got to call my niggas about this shit. I don't know how to halfway fuck. I'm trying to fuck you and change your life. So for me, if I got turned into a pillow prince, and this is what that means, this mean I didn't have to lift a finger. I did nothing. She fucked the shit out of me all night. Listen here. She gave me that Gawk Gawk 3000. The 3000? The Gawk Listen, gawk. did not leave a kid behind. Listen, I hey. spoil and I like to be spoiled back. Talk about it. Talk hey, about listen. it. Listen, reciprocity. I spoil and I like to be spoiled back. Listen, we dating, we going on a trip once a month. We going out once a week. Listen. Talk your shit, King. Ain't, ain't nobody up here scared to spend no money. You just got to meet us halfway. Hey, listen. <laughs> just meet me. I promise hey. I got you. And now, back to the show. Um, so next, we're going to move into our Twitter talk. And Twitter talk is where we pay homage. 
homage, homage to Black Twitter, where all the trends have started. <laughs> word. All the girl, I do not laugh. Every episode, respect. every episode you said, I'm just, I laugh because I'm like, how is she gonna say it today? It's gonna be homage, homage. No, I love it. I love it. We know the word. Homage. Yeah. Home. <laughs> Look here. So today's, um, so black, um, black Twitter has always like started the trends and made them bigger and all of that. And so we pay respects to that um, because it's an energy and it's everywhere on all the socials. Things start there, they end up there. And I just thought that was pretty cool. So Twitter talk is where we talk about something a little controversial. Mm -hmm. And of course, we got Gigi here. If you don't know, this is my astrologist. Um, go back and li listen to her first <laughs> episode if you haven't. If, if you hear, you need to start there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is going to be an amazing episode. I thought that we should talk about astrological compatibility. Okay? Because we hear it all the time on the social. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we always wonder, wonder, are we compatible? And we learned from our last episode together that, you know, I was the Aries woman and I was married to the Leo man. And you thought you had it. You thought that Girl, was, I thought I had that it compatibility all. was unlocked, didn't you? Nope. What not? No piece of compatibility mm -hmm. in there. Okay? No. Um, and so I want us to talk about how to, what you should actually yeah. look for. And we don't got to go into it cause we're going to do that during the episode, yes. but what, what does actually being compatible really mean? You always like, they talk about twin flames and I can't wait to find my twin. I ran into that. a twin flame y'all. And are you sure you understand what the hell no, that means? They do not. Okay. Let's because they're not ready it. for that. Well, uh, compatibility based on astrology. First of all, if you're looking at compatibility only based on sun signs, you are wrong, okay? Because it's so much deeper than that. Like I mentioned on our previous episodes, look, you are every sign in the zodiac. So because you're every sign in the zodiac, in order for you to find true compatibility, you have to look at the whole chart. You have to look at Venus signs, and you have to look at the Mars sign, and then where the mm. Mars is placed. You also have to look at what your moon sign is. Moon sign is very heavy in compatibility because okay. a lot of people don't realize that if you are not compatible, compatible based on the emotions of it, again, it doesn't matter how sexually compatible y'all are based on Mars mm. or what your love language may be based on Venus. If your emotions are not in the same placement or you're not experiencing that compatibility from the moon perspective of it, it's going to get into the, in the way of the other aspect that can definitely bring you together. Okay, so for those who are listening and maybe don't understand, I want to give a quick example. Are yes. there two signs that you think that maybe don't do well together? Just randomly. It don't have to be real thought. Just based like, on for example. sun signs, a lot. Okay. I mean, we can say based on sun signs, any spaces where you, okay, <coughs> going to live. But just give me two. I'm going to give them a different example. I'm going to leave them somewhere different with you. That may not. Uh, emotionally. I'll Emotionally, like ver like what's a moon that two moons that don't I'll get say it? Taurus and, and Leo. Okay, can can be a problem. Okay, so <laughs> let's say, so what she's saying is that for example, I'm an Aries woman, mm -hmm. and in the past I had a relationship that didn't work with a Leo man. Mm -hmm. Everywhere that you look, compatibility would say that Aries and Leos go together very, very well. Based on sun signs. Based on sun signs mm -hmm. and what you see, you know, like the the brief, right? Right. But when you have your moon, your moon is how you communicate emotionally. emotionally and yes. how I communicate emotionally is one thing, right? So yes. she's saying that 
yeah, you all might have Aries and Leo and that's supposed to work out well. But if his if my moon is Taurus and his moon is Leo, then emotionally we actually don't blend together well. Our personalities yes. may work out well. That may be a great work relationship or even a friendship or something like that. But emotionally, and if you're in a relationship of any sort, whether it's friendship or, you know, family and, you know, love, which we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. romantic partnerships, then how you communicate in your partnership, it matters. So you want to be emotionally understood and feel safe and things like that, which is why it's important to see the entire chart. Yes, and know the communication based on that. Because the thing is, you can make anything work. You can make Mm. any signs can work, right? But there takes a level of maturity in order for that to work. You have to be mature in these ways. Because even a Taurus and a Leo can definitely be great together, but there has to be some some strength there. There has to be some level of healing that has to take place because they're both very fixed in their positions. So if you got two fixed people who have not healed, that means yeah. they're going to constantly bump head. It's going to constantly argue. They're going to constantly fight. But if you have signs who are willing to heal and grow together, then it doesn't really matter what the signs are. Now, are there signs that can be easier? Yeah. Absolutely. We say all the time, air and fire are easier places, Good. right? But you know me and yo experience with these air signs though <sighs> I'm what have we not dealt with with, with these done. air signs we ain't doing Why? them Aquariuses no more that's what I'm saying the, come it, on mm-mm. I know I know. you know the Aquariuses right now like oh man oh man yeah yeah it's alright we're taking a break from y'all we're taking a moment I'm, we, 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 we gonna get into it okay yes um, so that is our Twitter talk for today just bringing up a different perspective to look at the love and compatibility and all that mm-hmm. so let's get right into it because we oh, know last man. time we we took off so today's episode is about astrology but instead of us talking about the career and the trauma and all of that heavy stuff we're talking about the lusty parts the Come sexy on. parts and the romantic partnerships and how you are sexually because this is what not just another sex podcast <laughs> and astrologically, well, how, astrologically, astrologically, astrologically. I like that word though. Astrologically. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you like in the bedroom and mm-hmm. how you can also find that out and also talk about your, we're going to talk about like some of the struggles. We going to put my business out there per usual. Always. My str- always. One of your favorite things to do. <laughs> I put my business out there right with yours. Yes. I'll try this the same. So when I'm talking about your business, yes. I'm, talking I'm talking about, about my business, business too. It's okay. Uh, on Patreon, they love when you get on there because I always get read for filth and I always get to hear the <laughs> lessons and I'll be talking to y'all and did y'all work on this? Guess what? Only because I had to go through it too. Yes. So, they come in there though. They be like, you know, you you say this to her on on you know on the uh, show that I watch, and I have that placement too. Mm. So they come running in there though every time you're transparent about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get into it today. So when we first met, um, you you know we did a birth chart and all those things. Mm-hmm. But when we got to a point where we were ready to, first of all, I'm a certified lover girl, right? Um, and we're going to get into why I am that, but one of the hardest things I had to learn from Gigi was that she was like, you are a baby in love and yes, you are. I am a baby. Um, which means that like Aries are the first sign of the Zodiacs. Yes. The first sign of the Zodiac. That means it's the youngest, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I had to accept that my chart said that love would be a, a journey for me. (laughs) Girl, girl, 
<laughs> which means there are some difficulties that would naturally come up for me and had be a re- had been reoccurring in my life because of the generational patterns of my mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. which means that there's only so much growth can be that can be done in each generation. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of changes that happen with me and my son and and also just understanding that when we talk about romantic and love in the chart is not just romantic it's yes. just love in the chart period and so we're going to talk about that and um i think we should start off with what is moon mm-hmm. venus mars, mars lilith bad bitch lilith, <laughs> <laughs> Baby, lilith. And which which are like a house? You I, think yeah, of, let's talk about the seventh house. I knew you were gonna go there. Dang. Seventh and not just seventh house, eighth house too. So okay. we'll talk about Mars. We'll talk about eighth house because I think that definitely segues into how intense sex can be. Mm. So we'll talk about Mars and eighth, and then we'll also when we talk about Venus, we'll talk about seventh house too. Okay, so let's talk about the definition. Moon. So moon, and I'm gonna do this one because I'm learn I'm learning. Come on. And we talked about this one on show the last them, episode. Show them what you've been learning. Look here, moon mm-hmm. is how you communicate emotionally. Mm-hmm. So moon for me is I'm a Virgo moon, which means that I am super overanalyzing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an overthinker, basically. Mm-hmm. But um when Virgos just themselves are at their best and they're healed. Baby, that's when you get Beyonce. Come on, okay. come on. <laughs> so and, and don't Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Come Give me on. so you know I don't be having all the celebrities on live. Yeah, that's, that's okay. You. That, was, that was the main two. Beyonce was enough. Right. We could have stopped right there. But, but yes, yes. Yeah, so when they're in the right place and what they can be, so that overthinking can be used for something amazing when you can yes. learn how to control and all of that. But that's what your moon. That's what moon represents. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, Gigi. Um, what's next? What Venus? Yes. Okay. So Venus is your love. Love language, but it's also how you expect love. So whenever it comes down to you attracting uh, certain relationships and those things, like you show, you tend to do for other people based on that Venus aspect. So meaning, like when you see a person that you really like, or just a, it could, it don't have to necessarily be a romantic situation. It could just be a person that you like. You show up in your Venus. So my you Venus, you pour everything <laughs> into that based on your Venus, right? So your <laughs> Venus is in. My Venus is also in Aries. Which means I'm hard headed and jumping and jumping from this to things. To that to and this I change my mind very quickly, just like a child. Come on. But also, when I want something, I gotta have it. And you it. put everything into it. So, I having do. a Venus in Aries perspective is a person who's going to show up giving everything sometimes before they learn whether or not another person has the capacity or the container to hold all those things Mm, capacity or the container to hold it yes because if you're giving a hundred percent right and this person only has a 30 percent container you find yourself spilling out you find yourself like what am why can't you take all of me and they just don't have the capacity to do that you know Mm. what i'm saying so venus and aries find out that they do this a lot they're always spilling all over the place because they like, oh, spilling out. you like me? I like you. Huh? Take this. Take that. And it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see. So Venus and Aries people have to slow down, allow themselves to actually watch the actions of people and not just because based on what they say. You know how people be talking like, I'm the type of person that mm-hmm. or I'm the type of person. No, I don't care what you say you are. Can you show me? Yeah. So Venus and Aries people need to wait. 
And so they see what the person actually has or what the person actually showing up with. So that way we can see if they're 30%, then the Venus and Aries can give 30% and not try to keep giving a hundred percent and realizing that that is not working. And now you want to jump to another thing where you're giving another hundred percent over there. And I'm like, right. mm -mm. it's the slowdown gotcha. for Venus and Aries. Okay. So mm -hmm. there's Venus. Mm -hmm. What does Mars, what, what does Mars tell us in our chart? So Mars is your movement. For number one, movement. so movement. So mm -hmm. when you say, I want to start a podcast, I want to create a content house, right? In order for you to get there, you have to make moves in order to get there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's responsible for that. So, or even when you say things like, I feel stuck. I'm not able to get this. I thought this was my time to have this. That's all Mars conversation, okay? Now, the juicy part of Mars... Talk about the juicy. What's, what's the That's juicy? That's we're going to stay on the juice today. What's okay? with the juice? Tell us what the, the what juicy juice The juicy part got. of Mars is the sex drive, okay? So, mm. meaning like when you are ready to engage in that way, this is the energy that you're bringing. When you're, you're ready bringing. to bust it open, how do you, how do you, what's your, what's your, what's your sex energy? You, you're busting it open from the Mars perspective, okay? Okay. So whatever your Mars energy is, this is how you show up sexually. Now it's very Mars important to note. Mars is your busted open planet, got it. It's very important <laughs> to notice that if you are going, especially if you are in partnership with someone, like okay. long-term partnership, it's very important that you not only study their Venus sign, but ex really studied the Mars okay because sometimes um we are aggressive right and we may desire a partner that is also aggressive but if their Mars is not mm. an aggressive sign mm. then now you have a challenge okay. you have an issue and you may think it's the person doesn't want you or not attracted to you because you're used to aggressiveness the way they but, communicate sexually yes. is just different from yours exactly. their, their, their sexual routine exactly. or what they need to feel yes okay and that's so. very important because a lot of people I find especially when I'm coaching couples and they show up or whatever mm. and I'm like they're like well you know sometimes we're compatible and sometimes we're not and I'm like well what's the Mars language how are you showing up sexually and how is he showing up sexually because that's important for you to know so that you can stop hoping and wishing that they're reading your mind stop right. with this mind reading stuff we got to communicate on what we actually see in each other so we can be like oh okay he's not aggressive but if i do this if I grab his arm, that lets him know what that turns I'm ready. Him on. Yes. What's his sexual love exactly. language and like literally in your personality? What's yes. your sexual love language in your personality? Yes, exactly. My Mars is a little old lady. It's Pisces. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. is mine. Which is so crazy because Pisces is the oldest, it's the oldest. sign of the zodiac. It's very romantic. So Pisces <laughs> is a very romantic energy, but it's old. It's old. Oh. But you know it's so crazy? Because there are so many things that I've bumped my head on because I'm an Aries, which is the young part of the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. But even when I told you on our first call that I own this business and sexual essentials, you was like, baby, but you old in sex. You old in sex. You old in sex. You, you know it. <laughs> and to the point to where, too, one thing that I love about our Mars placement from a sexual perspective of it. We're going to give you the romance. We're going to give you all the things, the candlelight, the smells, all those things are in place, but we're not aggressive, no. right? So, I mean, but we like aggressiveness, right? So we mm. like a person who knows what they want and can show up in that way, but we're going to create the ambiance for that to happen inside we're four of We're four-play signs. We're four-play yes. yeah. yeah, like you lay down on me and cuddle. That's me low-key saying, I'm, I'm ready to do this, right? <laughs> but I'm not saying it directly, but if, if I ask you to cuddle if, with me... Depending on what I do, it's a sign for you to do something next. Exactly. But, That's Mars and Pisces. You, you know, know what's so crazy is that people interpret it as 
so especially with me owning sexual essentials, mm-hmm. it's like they expect my sexuality to be so forward. Yeah. And what's crazy is even the way I dress, I'm more of a, I'm always covered. That's not, the Leo thing, baby. The dress is, is the Leo. Is. Yes. That's not it the is. Pisces. It's like the, <laughs> the, I'm not overtly sexual. Yeah. I'm an intimate person. And I do believe that I have a sensuality to me that yes. it feels it feels like we can talk about sex without it being sexual. Yes. And I'm a super sapiosexual. So it's like, I can want something, but if my body doesn't want it, then I don't want it. Yet. Yes, exactly. You know, I like things to heat up all the way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will feel like, oh, well, she's probably super sexual because it's sexual essentials, but it takes a lot for me to actually want to have the sex with somebody because I only like to have full grown sex. Yes. You know? And very intentional based sex. You know what I'm saying? Meaning the conversation that lead up to that. We are sapiosexuals. And because we are sapiosexuals, we we wanna have conversations about sex. Like we're the people in the room asking like, well how do you like this? Or how do you like that? <laughs> right? Which makes people think that because we are forward in our conversations about sex, that we're just ready to bust it open at any moment. No, 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 no. I'm having this conversation with you because when I decide to bust it open, I need I, the direction. I need to know everything, okay, beforehand. Mm. And everybody's not like that. Not mm. everybody needs that. Some people, like, for example, we'll throw another Mars in there. Mars and Virgo people, they mm-hmm. don't need all it. They need to know, <laughs> don't have no conversation about it. None of that. It's like, okay, are we doing it? Let's do it, right? Mm. And some people are a little bit more n- less sapiosexual about sex meaning like they don't need all the conversations they want to just get into it and learn that way we're just not that way yeah because i don't like bad sex no yeah you know and that's how to ensure not to have bad sex is to (laughs) have conversation or like you mentioned before too like the situation of sometimes being okay to uh have your partner show you certain things right Mm. That's us. I want to watch. You can show me. What's Let up? me see what's going on. Let right? me turn the heat on, make it a little more warm in yes, here for you. Yes, exactly. Because this is going to ensure that we have great chemistry when we do decide to activate our Mars energy together. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we got Lilith. Yes. Who is Lilith? <sighs> then you got to turn up when you talk about Lilith. Like, <laughs> Lilith's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. Okay. Lilith is your bad bitch. Little bad backstory, okay, is that Lilith. And when you go and look at the history of it, the true story is that when God first created the energies here, Lilith was the very first creation. Okay. Okay. And through that, God's like, you know what? Let me help and create you a counterpart and gave her a man. (laughs) And then it became all this responsibility. And she was like, wait, hold up. This is too much. I don't even want that. You can have him back. Okay, <laughs> I'm finna go do some other stuff. I'm finna go populate, self-populate. You know what I'm saying? So the the true story behind it is that she he Lilith is actually the very first creation that God created, and then Eve was the second woman that God created for Adam because Eve was a little bit more docile. She didn't didn't need as much. Whereas mm-hmm. Lilith is wild. She's been having this whole you know. Garden of Eden by herself. She's been doing all these things by herself. And then the responsibility of being able to have to care about the masculine mindset and the masculine energy was just not something that she was really interested in. Okay. So when we start to talk about Lilith, because Lilith is in all of our charts. Men and women. Men and women. We're talking about who you are separate from anything else. 
So it's your wild energy. It's meaning what you need to do if nobody else was in this world or judging you or even cared to tell you what they think about you. Lilith is that energy. Okay. Lilith is a very strong vice when it comes down to astrology that's helping you to go after things. So sometimes it can be a little bit of abrasive energy sometimes because it is considered wild. So it's not the tame or it's not that you should be thinking about other people's feelings before you do this. That's not Lilith's energy. It's you putting yourself first. So it's an aggressive, I am or an aggressive self energy mm -hmm. that helps you to go after things. Okay. So you're almost like your dark side. Yes. But, but finding love with your dark side. Learning yes. to appreciate. Yes. All or right. I like to say we, we use it mostly in our primal sex. Mm. Primal sex, meaning that when you let go of all inhibitions, y'all took a bath together before y'all got into that thing, so you don't have no... You did I all that sweet shit. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you done with all that sweet yes, shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> when you get into it and you just completely... Your body is the canvas to sex and mm. love. This is Lilith, you know, showing up to make sure that you're going to go travel, you know what I'm saying? Go through worlds of orgasms and all those things. That sounds amazing. I love it. All right. And so your my Lilith is... Aquarius. Whoa. <laughs> and what does that mean? I don't, I don't know what that would mean. I don't remember what that you would know, mean. I just, no. I'm already, you know, there are multiple things in my chart that made me this. And I, when I asked Gigi, I said, how do I know I'm doing the right thing? She said, baby, have you seen this chart? And she pulled all this sex and like sex with elegance and like thoroughness. And this is how you should be teaching. And you, yes. I'm a healer. For, I'm a protector of women and kids. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. That's what Aquarius That's and Lilith is. I don't fuck around about them women and them kids. Come like, on. I'm Protection. the one that stands up and protects the women and the kids mm -hmm. when it comes to it. Like, the fuck is you talking about? Like, I got them. That's and and Aquarius is also, an ex it loves to be in the ethers. It loves to travel. It when I mean in the ethers, I mean on the planet. So when you get into fantasy land about certain things, <laughs> I, oh, I can see this. And, oh, I'm here and I'm there. It's like the energy of where you go in your mindset, especially when it comes down to intimacy and sex and all those things. Even the brand sexual essentials. <laughs> Come on. Like the way you put that together is basically a whole conglomerate of how your Lilith is showing up. It's like, yeah, we're going to have sex, but what the essentials are, and the essentials are being able to tap into a deeper level. You're always talking about the different types of orgasms that we can have and how to go and achieve those things. This is Lilith coming out of you, you know what I'm saying? Allowing you to show up for the age of Aquarius, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So not only is your Lilith important to just you, it's important to the age. It's important to how this generation of people start to discover sex in a whole different way. So the energy of Aquarius is also helping you to not only liberate yourself, but find discipline in that liberation, which is also something that sometimes Aquarius can be <sighs> not so yeah. great at, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Not so great at the discipline of it, but you have that, you know, and your business helps structure that discipline in sex. Even though people think we out here busting it open, it's not the case. We're very disciplined in how that shows up. So your little is just helping you to branch that out and be more in your own self and how you show up. You go escape and go to some planets now. You're going to bounce around. <laughs> but you tend to come back with the future. And that's another area of what Aquarius is representing. It Aquarius the future, the forwardness of where we're going in this. And you definitely are representing that in a, in a bold way.
It's so crazy because those are the parts of me that when I stand up for something or I talk my shit, mm -hmm. those are the parts that come out because yeah. it's usually not like for self, it's for the collective, yeah. which is I'm speaking up for everybody, which is, it's just so wild to have this Aries fire, I'm going to say what the fuck I want, mm -hmm. and then have this Lilith talking about protecting people, mm -hmm. and then we talking about all this sex and I'm protecting people in their sex and like, she could bust her pussy open if she wants, yes. that's really what you get, that's yes. what the concoction comes that's into. That's Lilith and Aquarius, okay, leave them her pussy open. But if she wants to, yes, yes, exactly. We got all of us our pussy open. open. How you feel about that now? <laughs> and a little snap head. <laughs> Look here, and and it's so crazy because it made sense even with the business because we were talking about social and what is that tenth house and mm -hmm. things like that and and how you show up to the world and so the way that Gigi has this art and her gift and her purpose of tying all these things together mm -hmm. to help me find and validate me to say you are on the right track and that the world is gonna know you for sex I just want you to know that's wild as fuck to be like nah the world gonna know you for sex you're like hold on this could go a lot of way and that's how we also one of the ways that I accepted that with my background and my story my life literally could have went another way. It could have. <laughs> could have went another way. You know. Look here. We so. all heal in different ways. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm a firm <laughs> believer that it's not a right or wrong. It's a choice, right? And how we choose sometimes to express those things is going to eventually get us to healing, even though it may not look that way. So even when if we just talk about your Lilith and Aquarius and how that now is sitting in your seventh house. Aquarius why you looking? Why did you give me that look? Because, <laughs> even though these folks are watching, you look, you talking to I'm me, talking to you, me and you having this conversation. Like, they are just session, I thought the way you looked at me. Her look changed. This is session look now, because you know I'm. You know some. Go ahead. They Gigi. privy to this conversation, but this is about me and you clearly. But even how that little thing goes into your seventh house of relationships, meaning that great segue for you to being tell us wild in your relationship or in your marriage is important. Any man that's trying to tame you ain't going to make it. Right. So that's why, again, going back to uh, our other episode about the Leo and the tameness. <laughs> We not going to be able to make it. You know what I'm saying? Because the control energy that sometimes come with Leo men is like, I need to be up here. Controlling my coochie just never on. works. You can't con your, coo your coochie cannot be she, controlled. It okay? can't. She does what she wants. But what's wild is that most times she chilling. But when she decides. You can't control her. Okay. <sighs> and it's because Lilith is in your seventh house. So in having the importance of having a partner who recognizes that in you and realize that even though you have these wild conversations about sex and you're always talking about people, you know, talking to people about sex and what these things mean, at the core of you, you're doing it because it's going to free us all. So why would I ever want to tame that in you? Why would I want to tone that down or ask you to tone yourself down when I know if you don't do it, not only are you going to be sad and depressed, but everybody who's going to come along that need this healing and need the permission to be wild and free ain't going to get it if I tame you. And that's the importance of any man that decides to want to come in your life and really be in a primary relationship with you is going to have to honor that in you. They're going to have to realize that that wild energy that you have is necessary for not only you, but for everybody that you come in contact with. We all need that. I ain't mad at that. Y'all heard that? Hey, my man, whoever, if you listening, <laughs> Gigi said, you know I, I said I started sentence. Gigi said. Come see me first. Hey, you guys, it's your host, Samaya. And for those of you who didn't know, I'm also the CEO and founder of Sexual Essentials 
One of my favorite parts about building that brand was creating a learning platform that has over 250 workshops, interviews, and so much more. Some of my favorite components are the sex position demos. Yes, you heard that right. Demos. They're featuring some people that you may already know. Good Moms Bad Choices has demonstrated some positions for us, as well as Dara. You remember her from our first episode. Those are some of my faves, as well as the Lingam and Yoni massages. These are great additions to add to your oral loving for your partner. Yes, I said oral loving. I'm trying to keep it clean, guys. Anyways, they are great additions and a great way to spice things up. Outside of our masterclasses, add one of these on to your normal routine and really wow your partner. Click the link below or in any of the links in our bio and sign up for our courses today. All right, now back to the show. Let's get into seventh house. What okay. is what is seventh house? Seventh house is your relationship house. Okay. It's the house where when we're talking about marriage and union partnerships, not just, you know, all of your partnerships. So even your team, right? They all also fit into your seventh house dynamic. So having a team that all looks of variations of ways, <laughs> men and women, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Non-binary, people who do not have genders, all these things go along with it because again, Aquarius is the future. And in that future means everybody matters. So you're going to have a blended partnership of energy when it shows up with people that you're working with. That's going to all look a different, different types of ways, different cultures, all that. But it can be the same thing for your partnership, right? Or your primary relationship. Doesn't necessarily have to be a man. Now we know. We already know. We know that that's a desire. <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's going to have to be a man. We already okay? knew that though. Because we, we, of yeah. that energy, number one, Lilith being a wild placement, but also Aquarius again is everything. It's a rainbow, truly, of colors. You know what I'm saying? So whenever we're talking about seven house, we're talking about that. Seven house is also a space of open enemies. Uh-huh. Look at you. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Meaning that if you want, if you're feeling like there, sometimes there can be a friction in some partnerships. And it could be, for example, let's just say you have an Aquarius on your team. And it is going great. And sometimes it's not going great because sometimes that Aquarius energy that's showing up may have a little bit of resistance. It may have a little bit of open enemies don't necessarily mean that somebody that's trying to kill you or, or whatever, but somebody it definitely that can be admires, but wants to contain you. Yes. We had, we, we ran Come through, on, we ran yes, into that a yes, while ago, yes, didn't we? we? Sure did. Someone who, who, who's drawn in because I'm a wild card, but then wants to keep that wild card exactly. to themselves and, and things like that. Yes. So, so it's a very important placement for all partnerships. Again, whether they are platonic, romantic or non, it's definitely great for you to also look at what a person has in their seventh house so you can see what their relationship style is. So when right. you look at you, what your relationship style is, on the core of it, it's wild. It's wild, people. It's wild. It's wild. It's so crazy because I'm li literally, I argue with people and not argue, but like, Right, I'm polyamorous. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, I can be in, I may be in a monogamous relationship. Yes. That doesn't change the fact that I'm polyamorous. Your primary can be monogamous, but right. you're definitely going to Need have multiple people yes. that shows up. Women. When, and I've, that's even the other thing is like, I've, I've always been this way. I love who I love. Yes. And that's that's been a gift and it's been a curse, but it's also a a superpower. Yeah. And so learning that a part of my purpose is being able to love anyone, mm -hmm. it's a part of 
it's the part of me that sees and understands and has empathy yeah. for my dad, yeah. you know, but also it's the part of me that can draw in people that aren't good for me mm-hmm. because my gift is to help people in this. Mm-hmm. And I can give that advice or give that insight, mm-hmm. but also understanding and having to go through that hard lesson of just because I can love them doesn't mean that I should for me, my personal love yes. and my personal life and what I want my life to look like had to become separate mm-hmm. for what I'm supposed to give the world and my purpose. And when those end up mixing, it was always like water and oil. Mm-hmm. And so um, let's go ahead and end with eighth. What I'm sorry. Eighth house. Eighth house. Yes. Okay. So we just talked about Mars and the importance of Mars being sex drive, right? So if you happen to have your Mars <laughs> in your eighth house. Oh, I'm a Mars in Pisces and my eighth house yeah, is Pisces. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it, it up for I those see reasons. what you did okay. there. <laughs> if your Mars happens to sit in your eighth house, now we're talking about having sex with somebody who can change your life. Okay? Oh, sex magic. Yes. Sex ma- Pussy power. Yes. Sex so magic. House, and we're talking about sex drive is the sex magic house. Okay. So meaning whatever energy that you have there, especially if Mars is sitting there, every person that you have sex with, like for us, because my Mars is also there too, <laughs> it tends to be people who get very addictive to our sex or are addicted to our sexual energy. And it's because, again... The eighth house is where you go to really change and transform things. So if you have eighth house, Mars sex energy in the eighth house, you can definitely help to transform and manifest. You have a high level of manifestation. Now, if your Mars ain't in your eighth house, don't mean that your sex is whack. It just means that for a person that does have that, that you have to be mindful of sometimes who you have sex with because you can be creating, you know how they go and talk about, you know. They uh, leech and attach and get crazy yeah, and knock on your door in the middle of the night. attachments or sexual attachments mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff can, can exist with people who have Mars in the eighth house. But again, no matter what you find yourself in, if it's a relationship or a sexual relationship that you're having a hard time breaking out of, you can always get out of it. So don't ever think that just because y'all have soul ties, it's another one of them, <laughs> them keywords, right? Quotations. I have people, yes. Just because you have soul ties with someone and you create a sexual bond with someone, you can always release those bonds. But people who have very strong Mars energy and it sits in the eighth house, you're then creating a lot of sexual bonds and sometimes soul ties with people. Okay. So when we say, you know, this this term has been talked about, certified lover girl. Yes, you are. <laughs> you love I, you love quick and hard, baby. Quick and hard. It's in in that thing. I'm quick and I love you. We together. And I'm like, uh, hold up. You know, you're like, wait, 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 let me. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and see. Then you come back. I don't think this is gonna work. I tried to tell you that. <laughs> Before you even jump down that hole, but I have to let you again, let that that certified lover girl that you are, aka Drake on the back end, I have to let you bump your head. And once you bump your head and see that, okay, I do like this person, but the things that I thought maybe that I really could get out of them was really just me. It was just really me showing up in that particular type of way. But Again, this segues way for how great you are in helping people in relationships, too. Because you are a certified lover girl <laughs> and a certified person who loves to talk about sex. It brings your well-roundedness when it comes down to helping people who are having sexual blocks in their relationships. Oh, baby, you there because you're not afraid to love. You're not afraid to jump. So, yeah, you are. So what's 
what's always been amazing to me is that I was able to, and I think what sexual, what I not think, what I did with sexual essentials was give and learn how to communicate the power of taking my sexuality and mm -hmm. saying that I, this is mine. You yes. know what I mean? And after receiving and, you know, trauma situations and things like that, especially with my background, mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, you know, how are you so intimate and sensual mm -hmm. like this, like, you know, like that. Yes. And the thing is, is that I do it anyway. The thing is I do it anyway. It's a choice. Um, but I didn't come out unscathed, mm -hmm. you know, like, so for me, even when you mentioned cuddling, my ass cheeks clenched a little bit because <laughs> I just, I can't, <laughs> I, just, mm -hmm. I have such a difficulty with touch. Yes. And so you, people will think about it and, and look and think back and they're like, I can't remember the last time Samaya embraced me. Mm -hmm. Now, if you need something, I know how to mother and nurture and do what I need to do for someone else. Yeah. But that's a part of being more comfortable with being used, yes. you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, it, it it's so crazy. I, I remember one time I, I called you and I said, I remember, I know now why I don't like to be touched. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, but I want, and it, what's crazy is that just because you can't handle it doesn't mean you don't desire it. Yes. So I'm always burning and building on the inside because I desire mm -hmm. to be touched, mm -hmm. but my body has a trauma response. Mm -hmm to it that I've it's been taking some time to break. Mm -hmm. And I rem and remember I had a whole little it was just a whole little breakdown. It yes. was like my my dad climbing in bed, I would lay there awake and I was literally sleeping in the on the corner of my bed. Mm -hmm. So even now with my bed at home, my bed leans not because I'm knocking the boots off that bitch, but mm -hmm. because I can only sleep on the corner. It's just mm -hmm. a thing I naturally hunt, you yeah. know, hunch up like if you say you want to cuddle and I'm with a partner, I need a time limit. Yes. Like for like seven minutes mm -hmm. or like, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've learned I have to be honest about that upfront with my friends, especially I have all these tourist women in my life yeah. and they, they, a lot of them need to be touched and yeah. they need to hug and all those things. And it's just so important to, and, and it's so great to have my chart there yeah. to explain and to, so that way they don't feel unloved. And also, so I can understand what they need so yeah. I can brace myself to give what's needed to all different types of partners. Mm -hmm. um, I can definitely say that that was something that attributed to the past, not working out how it is because a lot of men, their, their love language is physical touch yep. and I wasn't able to do it. But yet during sex, I touch everything. And it's like, are you touching shit? I didn't say touch. Hold right, on now. Like, right. because sexually, <laughs> that's, the, that's the Aries again. Choo, 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 choo. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> sexually I'm, it doesn't feel like touch to me it, yeah. and so I it's a chance for me to do some a way I'm comfortable with yeah. so sexually the way I communicate it's allowed me another form of intimacy so it's just yes. so different for me it's just such a, a it's a lot it's mm -hmm. a lot so, and cuddling is going to change for you too like you're I'm your definitely getting to, I'm definitely yeah, getting there because even when you have your you know calls to me and you're like I desire da 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 you know we'll get into that later <laughs> And I've been like, what she's really saying is that she wants intimacy without the other stuff. Without right? the sex, which is a long time yeah. coming to me. And a lot of people don't realize that. Sometimes we take sex as the only option, but we don't want sex. We just want somebody to hold. Like, my thing is holding hands. I love when somebody just holds my hand. It don't mean that we got to do it <laughs> no. or that we got to have a romantic thing. But just the gesture of holding my hand 
it makes me feel like you're present with me, mm -hmm. right? And so I feel like we have to have more conversations about intimacy so that we can start to realize that a lot of the intimacy things that we're missing is what's going to allow us to heal. And it don't yeah. have nothing to do with the sex. It's just the fact that sometimes we need presence that is not in a way that seems like we are being taken advantage of. Absolutely. You know? Um, for me, I've definitely learned that I have different ways of communicating and mm -hmm. showing intimacy that are different. And it's also where I like burn a hole into people. So yeah. um, eye contact is a huge one for me. Like that's me telling you like I'm here right now. Like yeah. this is an energy. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yes, yeah. that's energy yeah. right here. <laughs> um, and also through conversation, the way I converse with people is definitely um, it's one of the ways I'm OK with communicating mm -hmm. affection. Um, but also, you know, I worked with you so much yeah. just really breaking down the the trauma plus the chart mm -hmm. to also getting into the desires yes. and what I want, which is we are at this standstill. And what's crazy is Gigi's like, it's so much Pi it's Pisces in your chart, but it's a lot of unconventionalists in your chart. And so it took us so long for me to just even admit how conventional I am, a, a wild conventional card. Yes. It's like, it, it, it took me a long time because I was like, I, I could be married forever. And and she's like, okay, yes, you could, but. Nope, but. It always had a but. Uh-huh. But you gonna need a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You gonna need other people. You're not gonna let the rest of them folks go. Like even if you do have a traditional, the air quotes, you do find yourself in some type of traditional situation. It's gonna have to have a clause. It's oh yeah. If it doesn't have a clause, then you still gonna find yourself like this is not enough. I'm not getting enough out of it. Even though he can be very traditional and giving you all the things yeah. that we have been told as little girls that we're supposed to have in a mate. Even if he show up with 100% of that, you still gonna feel like it's something missing. And what's missing is not anything with him. What's missing is you, and your ability to be need. out to draw more energy in, which is what I love about us being poly, right? Because it takes the weight off of one person having to feel like they have to give us everything. everything. And that's impossible. It's just yeah. impossible for that to be the case. But again, that's another topic for another day. A whole another day. So we're yes. going to put it out there that we bring you back yes, again. Yes, of course. Okay. Again. Um, so <laughs> with the, when we get in, we, we've discussed, you know, um, family patterns and gen generational, um, not curses, but generational patterns. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a son. Yes. And so we had the, you know, the boy, and then I have Charlie the van. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know, Charlie the van is my living van. It's been transformed, and it's it is it is my love child. It was my it's my love letter to myself. Yes. And Charlie is named after a little girl because I just I thought that I would have a little girl. But then the marriage didn't work out. And then we talked about... I thought you was going to have a little girl. Y'all take note of this. That, Make sure you pin that. Pin what she just said. Okay. I ain't pregnant. This is not a pregnancy <laughs> announcement. I just want really no, to not. know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we you know, I, I so I was like, okay, that ain't work out. So I'm going to name the van after Charlie, which is what I said that a, a little girl would be named. But that was last year that we that I bought that in what, January, February of yes. last year. January and of of 20... What is 20? 20, we did that 2022. And yes. I got the van uh, last spring mm -hmm. around my, you know, around my birthday. Yes. And then fast forward to October. Yes. And I had a call with Gigi. It was homecoming. So, you know, I'm turning up thinking I'm grown. And I'm like, hey, girl, we got our call. It's a good call today. I got good stuff <laughs> to tell you. And then I'm about to go turn up. And I'll talk to you later. She said, all right, well, we'll make it quick. 
We got on that car and it go ahead. Do you tell the folks? Because I just I can't. I, I mean, the thing is. Like we've just been talking about the chart. Things are always moving. And if you are starting to study the your chart and study astrology in a way that allows you to be in alignment, you can start to see the opportunities when they open up. When so things I change. Just, when yes, things change. Things are changed. And it also has a lot to do with your healing and the process of that you're going on. Because if you hadn't have been changing and growing, I would have never told you that. I would have saw it and be like, okay, no, I'm not going to say that. But... I told her that the doors are opening up for her little girl to come through, right? Now, she didn't want to, you know, she's like, what? When is the man going to come? Where is the partner? And I'm like, hold on. I'm just telling you the vibration of this is what's open and this is what's, you know, available when it comes down to the next chapter of your life. As Because you're healing, you're going through your childhood trauma, you're clearing up things. So now you're in a space to allow that girl to come through. But because of your trauma... As being a little girl going through some of those things, of course, in the back of your mind, I'm like, Mm-mm. I don't want to do it because I, my mama couldn't protect me. So I want to be able to know that I can protect her. So sometimes we don't allow the things that are supposed to show. We don't allow it through because we know that we are afraid that what happened to us will happen again. So because you are willing, you was like, okay, I'm going to write this book. I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell my truth. I gave myself more yeses. You gave yourself more yeses. So the little girl was like, it's safe for me to come. It's safety now. So the safety spaces of this little girl being ushered through it's such a beautiful thing to watch. And I can't wait to, you know, we, all the other doors. Why are you looking at me like that? I can't wait to all the other doors open themselves on up <laughs> so that we can, you know, birth the baby through. But yes, That's, little girls coming. It's uh, You see how she's saying it? She don't make it a choice or a decision. Or Let none me look of that. at the camera. It's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I done told her. We said the... Even when we talked about this, when I told you about the pot, she wanted to do the podcast. And I was like, okay, it's going to be in Atlanta. And she's like, what do you mean? I never moved to Atlanta. I'm not moved to Atlanta. And where am I doing it? You're going to have your own space. You're not only going to be providing space for yourself to do the content. It's going to be other people who need you. Other people who need that same content space to do it in. You know, what do you mean? How am I buy a house? Listen. What gets me is that last year when I bought the van, we started the year. We started the year, and all these and calls you was are recorded. The van. When I talked what? about the van, she said, she said you're gonna buy a new. She said you're gonna buy a new thing, like yes. a new place. You're I gonna have a new, new home. I said, yeah. well, that's perfect because I just bought a van. She said, bitch, I ain't talking about that van. Yes. She said, I'm talking about a house. I said, girl, I ain't buying no house yet. I said, I'm only. I said the first house that I buy, not real estate. I said, because I, I own, I already own real estate. I said, no. I said, I'm only buying my forever home. Except, and everything else is is going to be rented. We are in the SC Content House, just in case she said, I, I know said that what she I, owns what in what Atlanta. I said. Okay. She's like, I said what I said. So, anyway, her head, heard what I said. Her head makes for a soft ass. But I didn't <laughs> understand, because also Gigi only give you what she can give you. And I was like, bro, she crazy. And so then... And then I came to this house, the only house that I saw, mm-hmm. put in the bid that day and closed on December 16th in 30 days. Come on. And, and then it, then we opened on April 14th Come on. of 2023. Come on. <laughs> see, see so now. You see why I'm good at what I do? Because I already can see it. And even though I get hard-headed children all the time that tell me no, I know that they're, as, time, as we work, these things are already showing up anyway. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I, I do know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And one of the most difficult things, I do know what you're saying. 
One of the most difficult <laughs> things with Gigi is that she makes you admit what you want. And the things yes. that I've had to admit have made me cry. They break me down. Mm. The thing that I desire to be touched. Do you know how hard that conversation was that I desire to be touched? But yes. I don't nobody want nobody to touch me. And she's like, you're allowed to have both. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the part of me that had to admit that I'm very conventional and traditional and that, you know, not even wanting to cook, I... It's so crazy because y'all know I only cook with love or stress, mm -hmm. right? Not with stress, <laughs> but because I'm stressed and my hands have to move. And how I rebuke that and don't want that because my daddy is chef and mm -hmm. I don't I don't want that. But yet I I can only cook for 15. That's the smallest I know how to cook. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you have all these why why did you make so much food somebody you live by yourself when you're in Atlanta? It's just you and Trey. You know damn well Trey won't chicken nuggets. Why did you make all this food? Mm -hmm. Um and you can't run from who you are just because who you are has may not have been good to you in the past it doesn't change what's meant to be and these that's why they're generational patterns because patterns can change yes. and it's like for not me not curses not curses patterns. but patterns the so I, I i started getting particular with gg and being like you know if i was to ever you know have a family again or get married again, I would have to have help. Like, I would have to have, like, a doula and something. She was like, what you need a doula for if you ain't having no kids? And I was like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I would have to have help and a housekeeper, and I, I need support. I was like, because I got a whole business, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I like sex, and I like, and, mm -mm, and I, just this whole list of things. And she's like, why are we talking about it? Because you don't, you know, and I mean, I'm like, well, maybe. The thing is, it's just the, I haven't, I haven't felt the, just stop, Gigi. The things, you know, I'm, I am I am scared. I'm scared because it's like I've done that before. I've seen my body change before. I've seen, you know, and it's so wild because I went through the pregnancy with Trey without anyone touching my stomach or talking to my stomach because truly that's not where he wanted the relationship to go. His responsibility was to the baby, not to me. And I felt that. And going through pregnancy as traumatic as it is and as dangerous as it is without, the, the point is I, I now I know that regardless, I can do it no matter who else. Yes. And standing up in that bad bitch Lilith and saying that no matter what, this this kid is safe with me. Come on. But making that choice and understanding that that doesn't mean that love can't be in my life or anything like that. But just sitting with the fact that if something happens, I'm still here. You're surrounded with the love you need this with, time. With the family that I need, I've yes. always I've always created that for myself. And mm -hmm. so you know, I'm 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 yet to to figure out what I uh. What I want, cause look here, all I I'm know glad is you when you said you were scared. Like I, 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 I am. I, I love the transparency because I for do. people I'm, I'm watching, you know, it's not just you. There's a whole generation due to our trauma that makes us very afraid of parenthood, right? Even even we have children and we're still afraid of parenthood. My daughter is 19 and I'm still afraid of parenthood. Sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, cause as this girl grow, I'm I'm always conjuring the capacity to grow for her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I need to be able to be equipped with the things that she needs because sometimes, again, I didn't get this from my parents. Yeah. So we're all winging it. But as long as we're moving in love and know that you can conjure the support that you need. You didn't have touch last time, but you're going to have touch this time because you're conjuring it.
You know what I'm saying? Creatives, podcasters, entrepreneurs, if you're looking for an amazing place to create consistent content, then you need to check out the Something Extraordinary Content House. Located in the heart of Atlanta, it's in a great location as well as only 15 minutes from the airport. So whether you're in town or not, maybe you need to get more serious about the content that you're creating. This is a great place to create something extraordinary because it's equipped with five plus rooms with two kitchens, two living rooms, amazing energy, plus a host of vendors that are already the best in their field at creating content. So make sure that you check us out at semediagroup.co or check out some visuals and events and amazing things that we have going on over on Instagram at SEContenthouse. So you can start making extraordinary content as well. Thanks. So it's been it's been crazy, and I'll leave us with this before we yes. transition up out of here. Yes. <laughs> which is pay attention to what you see. Come pay on. Pay attention to what you see. And I say that because what's so crazy is that Gigi has been telling me, like, the content house is beautiful, the content house is amazing, and we almost see the vision. And I'm like, what the hell you mean almost? And she's like, there is more that's revealing itself. And baby, that cake is in the oven yes. and it is, is, and not oven of my stomach. Please go back and listen <laughs> to the first episode that she was on, y'all. We was talking about something like having the ingredients of life and saying we want cake, but then when life give us ingredients, we be like, complaining. Like, oh, the cake the is cake. there? I'm like, not bun. <laughs> you know. But <laughs> I say that to say um, I've been getting to di into directing and behind yes. the scenes and um, things like that, right? Where I get to be all Virgo Mooney, right? Intimacy coordinator and, and stuff. All of these things, absolutely. And and being comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And there was, I called Gigi in a panic. I said, girl, I had a dream and there was a baby on set. What the hell is going on? And then my makeup artist had a dream. And it's like, okay, well, people have dreams all the time, but she's the one in her you know, her family that has these dreams of these things. You know, everybody has their things. And you guys have to understand that everybody has their, their different rankings. Gigi is a healer and she has intuitive powers, for lack of better words. And so some of you guys have that. You ever seen something and then it happens? All of us have that. Mm -hmm. And so seeing that scared the hell out of me. I was like, Gigi, I just got new birth control. What you think? You think that it's... I ain't even getting none. How, what is going on? <laughs> and it's just, I'm leaving that here. And I'm voicing it with my mouth and telling folks as I roll my eyes at you, per usual. Oh, <sighs> she's so, such a beautiful gift. Just to leave that here with you guys, because <laughs> we we share it all. Um, I have no idea where this journey is going, but I do have confidence that, you know, Lilith will be showing up and I say what I need to say for whoever else needs to hear it. And so yes. for that in this moment, this is worth that. Um, this is worth, um, and, and this is where we're moving into the advice segment. The advice is don't let what has happened to you change the fact that you might want it. Come on. You know, and the thing is, is that the things, you look here, things happen to men all the time. All and, the time. You know, with, with women and inappropriately, yes. and they yes. don't swear off pussy. Yes, exactly. Uh, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we'd be like, oh, this food was bad. That don't mean you just stop eating ever. Come on. You know what I mean? And so it's like, it's about finding the support that you need and, I'm telling you right now, I'm affirming you and telling you that you can feel both. You can want something and hate it and be scared of it all at the same time. But be kind with yourself and be patient with yourself because it's not all going to reveal itself at once. That's so right. um, this is a lesson of me talking to me because I'm so excited for what's to come. But it's like I was crying about this and screaming about this and having to heal my heart about this for the last six months. It's OK to just be here. Yes. So 
um, whatever is to come, I'm sure that Gigi gonna be so exactly happy to pull the receipts or say I told you so. You saw she it's got in the it recording, here. baby. I got it all recorded. <laughs> Everything that we have done has been recorded. So when yes. HBO called for the documentary, we will be ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know we look this good on the something extraordinary mm-hmm. content house set. Yes, yes we do. Um, but we are going to go ahead and lead off on the spiritual tip of the day. Um, and the spiritual tip of the day is this entire episode has been a spiritual tip. Mm-hmm. Um, but the spiritual tip of the day is about finding the the things that we talk about with energy and universe and crystals and all that that can be confusing and just finding a way to give you just a bite-sized piece each piece each time because sometimes we're not digesting it because we simply don't understand it mm-hmm. and the way that it's been presented doesn't really make us open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if this hasn't connected for you yet, keep listening, yes. okay? Um, but today's spiritual tip of the day is that if you ever have questions about yourself, about your love, um, your life, you can also do birth chart readings for your family. Yes. Um, and so a huge part of healing for me was bringing my parents' birth chart information, their date of birth, their time and city and all of that, um, and doing that reading with Gigi. And it was one of the most difficult things that I've ever had to do. But in doing that, I uncovered and found out that I'm also the best things of them. They may not have been everything that I needed them to be, but they gave me everything they had, which means that everything that who I am that you guys see is still a part of them, which is why I love them. And I I just still miss them so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But to, to, to say that there are, you know, you do come with instructions and you also come with a a history, you know? And so when you use this information, sometimes you can find out, especially like if you feel like an orphan or are an orphan, or Mm -hmm. maybe there are questions that you didn't even know to ask, you know, your parents, you can still look these things up. They're not lost Mm -hmm. to understand the generational patterns of what's to come. Mm -hmm. Um, and so looking that up and having that talk with you was just so, it was, Oh, I hated you that day. I know. And and she was like, let it out. And it was just, it was so difficult. Yes. And it was so many apologies. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. that this is the story. Yes. You know, but also take notes because it's, this is also a part of what has to change. And it doesn't change what you're here to do. Mm-hmm. So you can either not be who you're supposed to be or you can be it. And we both know you're going to be it. Because mm-hmm. bad bitch Lilith won't let me be nothing Come else. On. You know, You got a champion for the women and the kids. And you're one of them women that you're championing for, you know? And yes, you got I, it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I do love hearing people <laughs> talk about, um, you know, who their, their mothers are yes. and have been for them. And, you know, that always is a difficult mm-hmm. Mother's Day, Father's Day, holidays have not been the same. Mm-hmm. But when you study the charts, you can understand that sometimes you may be a child to your parents, but maybe you were put here to help parent them. Yes. Which is give them the kindness, the empathy, and the steps needed. Things that they couldn't give you. I'm going to wipe my face just a little bit. Okay. Just a little dab, dab. <laughs> okay. Just a little dab, dab. Look her. Oh, goodness. Um, To be what they didn't have as well. and. Yeah. When you respect energy, you understand that it comes back and it looks different and all these different things. Mm -hmm. And so just understanding and studying the charts for me helped me to realize what I'm supposed to do and be an example of um, for my parents and what what I wish that they would have been told and wish they would have had. And just it's so crazy the way that, you know, life goes on loop. 
Yeah. It, it it comes back around. And so, you know, I really hope that they are proud. And so um, definitely. They are. A, and, and your son, <laughs> that's who's the most proud. And even though he's still a little boy, like just the ways in which you have allowed this to be a healing testimony for you and all of us, your son gets to live a new life because of that. You understand what I'm saying? I do. So that's, whew. Okay. look here um so thank you so much um for this if you guys don't know um this is Gigi, the best astrologer (laughs) in the world and all of her links and everything will be below um whenever we run this episode there will be some information also dropped below for you to book a session with her normally she works with clients Mm -hmm. um this is a usually a yearly Things so yeah. being able to tap in with her one time is very rare. Mm-hmm. Look at me trying to save my face. <laughs> um, look her. I'm like, let's, let's keep saying yeah. the beat, say yeah. the beat, say the beat. Um, but tap, no, we're definitely gonna do a special you know, for you know individual people, readings. Yes, people who definitely follow not just another sex podcast yeah. will get a code to use to do um, first time readings because I don't do them anymore. Yeah. I only work with clients long term, but I'm willing just for your crowd. You know what I'm saying? To help people as much as I can to get them to understand just how powerful that we really are. Absolutely. Um, and I again, I want to just thank you and give you your flowers and thank you for teaching me and help me understand that I can have whatever I want. Whatever. We just had to get in there and fine tune it to make sure I wanted the best things exactly. for me. Not the not the bottom of the barrel, not what I can get, but get it all. And so changing and acknowledging what I want make space for me to actually get it um and i'm so excited for what's to come and i'm so excited for what's here um and so please tell the folks where they can find you you can always find me on my website i am livingaligned.com i suggest you go there first um but then also if you're on social media if you're on instagram definitely i am living aligned on um, instagram you can also get to me through Samaya's pages as well, um, through IG, just in case you're having some pro- some problems with the fake pages out there. Um, you can definitely find me there. I'm on Twitter as Aligned Goddess um, and all the other social medias as I am living aligned. But yeah, I do monthly classes in addition to that. So my clients that are with me long term, they get a chance to not only just get their chart read um, once a month, but they also get to come and study in groups so that we not only just use astrology for convenience, right. but we use it in alignment. You know what to work on when. This is airy season, so everybody should be working on their airy stuff. Right. Um, who knows when y'all going to hear this, so make sure that it's really the season that we're talking yes, about. Exactly. Make sure you tap <laughs> in. Um, but also for relationship-wise, because this was a very love-focused um, episode, love is not just romantic. Um, but she does do compatibility readings for you and your partner. So even if it's a partner that you're already with, whatever, at the end of the day, it's there for a reason. And so understanding, and even if you feel like, you know, we're communicating, we're having difficulties, or we want to be better, or just really understand your partner, there are they, we do come with instructions, yes. and it's in your birth chart. Um, but also your your work life and things like that. You can have your business read. And, you know, anybody that works with me, you know that if you are in my team or in a close friendship you have to get a reading with Gigi, so she because I, I just like to be sure. I'm only <laughs> I'm I'm here for a good time, not a long time, and okay. I got I got stuff to do. So, uh, with that being said, please make sure that you tell a friend, tell a friend, please tell me 
if this was good for you, if this was helpful, um, I want to know about it. So leave us a review, leave us a comment under the YouTube page. Please make sure that you support and look at the other interviews that Gigi and I have done on Patreon. There are over 250 workshops and classes, demos and discussions, and so much more transparency about how I've learned even through relationships that haven't worked and you know, we got relationship updates from when I dated couples oh my and God. people and past and, you know, good old <laughs> wild times. So um, thank you guys so much. Um, make sure that you check out the codes and discounts below and support the brand. Um, thank you so much. And thank you for tuning in to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as sexual.essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.